everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. In this 16th edition of the 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year, we offer an appreciation of the life of Tom Burek, Mama's swim coach who died earlier this month. You'll hear from three of his former swimmers, as well as from a current Mama's swimmer. They'll tell us about what made Tom a truly special coach, mentor, and friend. On December 12, Monmouth swim coach Tom Burek became one of the more than 300,000 Americans who have died as a result of the COVID-19 virus. Tom, who lived in nearby Lake Bracken, Illinois, was the second longest serving swim coach in Monmouth history. Before he was named the program's head coach and the college's director of aquatics in 2013, Tom spent two seasons as its assistant coach. He also had taught swimming for other college swim teams, two area high school swimmers, as well as to scores of youth in the region. Before he came to Monmouth, Tom had a distinguished career in law enforcement, which spanned more than two decades. Since his death, Tom has been fondly remembered by his current and former swimmers, fellow coaches, as well as by individuals throughout the nation's close-knit collegiate swimming community. He's been remembered for the yellow Crocs he wore on the deck of pools, a booming voice that could rise above just about over every crowd with his catchphrase, goggle up, but especially his uncommon decency and support of everyone who came in contact with him while he was coaching a sport that he loved. An appreciation of Tom's career and contributions to swimming is posted on the swimming homepage of the Monmouth College Athletics website, monmouthscots.com. Aaron LaFerry knew Tom as well as anyone who swam at Monmouth. A 2015 Monmouth graduate who enjoyed a successful four-year career in the pool, Aaron joined Tom as an assistant coach at the start of the 2018-19 season. Throughout my uh, college career, um, the four years with him, he definitely made super huge impact on me as not only just a swimmer, but a person and who I wanted to be in the future. And so I think just getting to know him was something that was obviously priceless. I can't take any of that away. Aaron says that Tom was always doing things that helped prepare her to step into his shoes. Looking up to him as a coach, but as somebody that he was my mentor, but he was also my really good friend, you know, and that's something that I always take with me as we move forward. Um, I was actually writing a practice um, just a little bit ago um, because I know that he's that's what he wants our team to do is continue practicing um, throughout this hard time. And um, I think he knows that I can put that together for the team and keep them rolling. Becca Waxberg is a mama sophomore from St. Louis. Becca says that Tom was a big reason she decided to attend Monmouth in the first place. I had no idea I was going to end up at Monmouth my freshman year. 
<laughs> um, kind of far from my house and everything. Um, but I mean, he was so on top of recruiting and everything. I'd get phone calls like every week, I swear. I mean, <laughs> just, hey, Becca, how you doing? It's Coach Burek. Like, we really want you here. And um, I went on my visit and he just, <sighs> I felt like that's where I, like, this is where I need to be. Um so, sorry, um, he was a big reason that I came to Monmouth in the first place. Um, and um, so we got into season and everything, and um, I felt I was really hitting my stride. I mean, practices, they were really hard, but they, like, they felt like they were doing something. He, like, he could tell you the purpose of every single set that you did with him like there was like this is why you do this and this and this and um come like conference time he was like you would do I mean visualization and like once you got into like the mindset and everything like uh Tony said I mean his voice like is just so loud and overpowering and that's how you knew he was there i guess <laughs> um you're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Office of Communications and Marketing, and we're reflecting on the life and career of the late Tom Burek, who was Monmouth's swim coach for almost a decade. Erica Marino is a 2013 Monmouth graduate who swam for Tom when he arrived at the college midway through her Scots career. She now teaches fifth graders in Chicago. Erica and her husband, Tony, a 2014 Monmouth graduate who was also on the swim team and now works in accounting in Chicago, enjoyed being around Tom, not just because of Tom's vast knowledge about the sport of swimming, but because of the great stories he shared with his team, especially on Monmouth's longer road trips. Especially Aaron and Tony and I were always in Coach Burek's, um, tur- we call them the turtles, um, but they're, they're, on our trips to our away meets, we were always in his because um, he had the best stories. You always, you didn't want to sit all the way in the back either because it was too hard to hear his stories from the driver's seat. So um, not only were we always, you know, with him, but we, we couldn't wait to hear what ridiculous story he was going to tell us from his sheriff days or from his, you know, younger years in life or from other, you know, from other swim teams or any other swimming adventures that he had. But yeah, we, um, I think every could relate to him pretty much instantly. Becca Waxberg says that was but one example of what made Tom such a people person and that extended well beyond the Monmouth campus. Just, he was just a people person. Like it, I mean, he cared about the sport and everything, but it was more, the people in it. I mean, coaches, swimmers, like even the swimmers that weren't his, like I remember reading something about the Knox coach saying that like the senior meet was like a really big thing, a big deal to them because they don't host a meet. So they get to honor their seniors at our senior meet also. And like, I mean, he just, he cared about 
Everybody. Erica Marino's husband, Tony, thinks that Tom's contagious personality helped him bond so easily with swimmers. His, he's got such a contagious personality that like you're just, everyone's drawn to him right away. And uh, so, I mean, we connected from day one and just got closer and closer as, uh, as the year went on. And um, just they talked about before our Florida trip and stuff, just always kind of hearing his stories. And I mean, the guy could just, he could just tell stories for days and it's, it was always hilarious and interesting. And you always wanted to hear more. Um, you kind of always left you wanting more. In fact, Erica says it was Tom's ability to connect with young people that made him a natural teacher. Erica recalls that she and Tom's daughter, Kaylin, who's also a school teacher, had many conversations about alternative career paths that Tom might have taken. We always kind of talked about that. She was going to school for education when I was two. And we always joked that, you know, he should have been a teacher because, and he always agreed. He was like, I know I'd be good at it because um, he just was so good at relating to, you know, I mean, we were teenagers at the time, but teenagers, kids, he, he had the Lake Bracken blue waves and everybody loved him there. He just was so good at connecting with um, everybody. And, you know, obviously we stayed close with him as adults too. And it was the same thing. So really he can, he can connect and relate to everybody, but we always had that, you know, you should have been a teacher. You would have been great at it. And that like running joke. And um, because he just, he came in and he connected with everybody instantly. And you're listening to a special tribute to Monmouth's late swim coach, Tom Burek on the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. As Tony Marino recalled, people always knew when Tom was at a meet. No matter how big the meet or how many teams were competing, that was especially true at the annual Midwest Conference meet, which is usually held every year at Grinnell College in Iowa. I think of moments like conference swimming when we're at Grinnell, and I mean Grinnell is a it's a huge pool, and with you know 10, 12 teams there, and all their all the fans, there's there's got to be thousands of people in that natatorium, and you know, you're getting ready for a race and all of a sudden you just hear him. I can't believe he hasn't said it by now, but his, his panda goggle up and he would just scream it. And there's thousands of people there, but you hear it over everything. And, you know, it puts a smile on your face, but it also kind of got you like in the mode. Though. You get like before a race, you're like, you heard that. And it was like, it's go time now. And um, I mean, it was <laughs> those, those kind of moments are like really just special. And I like just, since all this has happened, I, you know, I think about those kind of moments and it's, it just makes me smile. And, uh, you know, I, I miss the guy and it, it's, it's, it sucks, but we have a lot of special memories to remember him. Ironically, Tom would often tell his swimmers that he couldn't swim, especially if they challenged him to carry out an exercise he had ordered them to perform. But Erin LaFerry says she has proof to the contrary. I know he always mentioned that he, he couldn't swim, but I actually have a video of him from last um, 
training session or training trip in Florida where he actually went in and he did a full 25 with no breath because everybody else was taking breaths. And he's like, you think I can do this? And then he's like, he just dove in and everyone was just like, what the heck just happened? Did he really just do that? So I think he was definitely a guy that, you know, as a coach, he's going to tell you what to do. And you have to believe that he's telling you exactly what needs to be done so you can improve to be a better swimmer. But then when he says, I can't swim, but then jumps in and proves everybody wrong. That was just totally a coach Burek moment right there. Tom was not only a good coach for swimmers, he was a good coach and mentor for aspiring swim coaches. As Erin recalls, she learned a lot about coaching from Tom, such as the importance of exhaustive planning, attention to detail, and trusting those who were on your staff. Yeah, um, I think the first thing is sitting down in the conference room and actually looking at the full entire season and how we were going to transform our athletes, our student athletes into what we wanted them to be come conference. So that I never, I guess as a swimmer, you never really thought about that entirely. You're like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna practice hard and then swim really fast at conference is the hope, right? Um, And so sitting down and actually looking at that with him, that was a game changer for me. But also he looked at all the details, Um, you know, when you're in the pool swimming, it's entirely different thought process. I think when you're coaching, because you have, as you're coaching, you have to be like on the lookout. Is their hand entering the water correctly? Are they, you know, breathing low enough to the water where they're not going to create so much drag? Um, Are their flip turns effective? Are they doing streamline? He was a big streamline guy. So I think putting all those little pieces together and kind of in the aspect of as I was a swimmer and kind of mentally putting that all together and like looking at it as, you know, oh, that definitely makes sense. I understand why we're doing that now. Um, That's that's definitely something that is going to help me as I move forward. I think even standing on the sidelines at meets, I, that was my first meet standing there on the sideline. I was so nervous um, standing on that pool deck with him, but he made me feel so comfortable and confident as a coach that he trusted in what I had to say about a race. And he wanted me to tell the swimmer first. He didn't want to talk to the swimmer first. He wanted them to hear my voice. And then he would add to it saying, yeah, coach, coach LaFerry's right. You know, you didn't have your head down low enough when you did your start, you know, things like that. So I think he entrusted me with the swimmers enough that he definitely had, you know, he kept giving me pointers along the way. And so like, he'd even have me take over a practice um, one night because he wanted to, you know, let me do what I knew what to do from him and kind of put that all together. So um, I think just sitting down and talking about the practices, the whole layout of this season, that's what really, really shaped who I'm going to be and who I'll continue to be as a coach. Becca Waxberg says that Tom also taught her how to be a better swim teacher and swim coach. Um, So actually, I am currently coaching the uh, Warren County Waterbugs, the Y team in Monmouth. And um, I um, this is my like second year as a coach. Um, I coach a summer team 
at my house as well. Um, but I really think that I could draw from him. I mean, I could go to him at any point with any type of question, but any kid or any problem. And he was just so confident about everything. And he would just tell me like, you just need to know where you're trying to be. Like he was always about like the end goal almost. Cause I mean, their season is really long. Our season was really long. It's just, um, it's very, um, like I said earlier, like purposeful. And um, I really liked that he was so structured. So I really tried to like, I guess, follow that when I, when I wrote my practices and we did these drills and that type of thing. But to fully appreciate the lifelong connection that Tom forged with his swimmers at Monmouth, you only needed to look on his office wall. That's where he displayed a framed and autographed picture that Erica sent to him. I became the head coach for a couple of years of just a, a summer park district team right um, after I graduated. Actually, my senior year was my first year. And um I sent him a photo. I had two of our other swimmers were my assistant coaches from Monmouth who lived in the Chicago area. And so they came on as my assistants. So I just um, sent photo, you know, I texted him a picture of the three of us in our coaching uniforms. And um, the next time I went to campus, he had it printed out and he asked me to autograph it. <laughs> and he, he framed it and hung it in his office. I don't know if it, it, how long it lasted in there, you know, but um, he autographed it and framed it in his office. And he said, you know, something about how um, for when you're a famous swim coach, I'll, I'll have this, I'll have the first one. And, you know, it, we were joking, but um, he just, he just made everyone feel great. So um, that's what people should remember about him. That's Monmouth alumna Eric Marino reflecting on the life and career of the late Monmouth swim coach Tom Burek, who died on December 12 of complications caused by the COVID-19 virus. You also heard from Erica's husband and fellow Monmouth swimmer and graduate Tony, as well as Monmouth sophomore Becca Waxberg and Monmouth graduate and assistant swim coach Aaron LaFerry. You can read more about Tom Burek in the news and events section of the main Monmouth College website, and that address is monmouthcollege.edu. You can also read more about him in the swimming section of the monmouthscots.com. That's your official home on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. And that's going to be a 30 for this 16th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2020 2021 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, which will be released in January 2021, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day, a very Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year, and stay healthy. Some nights I wish that my lips could build a castle Some nights I wish they just fall off But I still wake up, I still see our ghosts Oh Lord, I'm still not sure what I stand for What do I stand for? What do I stand for? Most nights I don't know anymore